Welcome back to Thanks. Get more out of life. Go out to a movie. Rated X. You know, I've not been watching a lot of uh, movies recently, which is weird considering this is uh, what we do apart from our (laughs) nine to fives, right? But I'll tell you what I have been watching, and that is (laughs) late 90s, early 2000s professional wrestling. I don't believe it. Yeah, I I believe it. It's happening. But (laughs) so this is prime, like, when I started watching, right? The Attitude Era, as it's called, right? And. Pro wrestling fans as a whole, like, look at it with rose-colored glasses. It's the greatest thing that ever happened. I'm inclined to agree because that's what I started watching, right? But I've been watching, you know, let's talk, let's say 98 through 03, just like <laughs> there was blood, there were breasts. It was just like primetime television, right? Beasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple of beasts in there. But um, I was watching one match and one pay-per-view in particular where I was like, if I would have saw this... When it aired on pay-per-view, this might have been that holy shit wrestling is fake moment. Because, I mean, now you look at it, and I I still have the utmost respect for these people. Like, I don't think that The Undertaker (laughs) was the unstoppable dead monster that they portrayed to be. But I also know the work that goes into it, right? So when people say it's fake, I take exception. Because, I mean, there are paralyzed and dead people from this sport, right? That's true. But... The fake aspect of it, you know, the uh, the planned matches, the storytelling, is half the beauty. But there was a match. I think it was WrestleMania, let's call it, 15, right? And it was between the now immortalized uh, Undertaker. And if you know anything about The Undertaker, he did not lose a WrestleMania match until many, many, many years later versus The Big Boss Man. Do you remember The Big Boss Man? Mm, I don't know if I do. Essentially, The Big Boss Man's gimmick was he was like a security guard. He always had a, a baton nightstick thing and a flak jacket, right? He was the universal heel. You've never seen The Big Boss Man do anything good. So I don't know what the heat was between these two, but it was Undertaker and Boss Man, Hell in a Cell, WrestleMania, right? And this time, like, Undertaker's still in his, like, Prince of Darkness, like, gimmick. And he's still, like, rolling his eyes back, rest in peace, the whole business. But. It was good shit, though. Oh, yeah. It was good so, shit. <laughs> it's still I killer. Say, I love that. So, I'm watching this match. It's it's not primetime Undertaker. It's, it's a, I'm, Boss Man's not my favorite. He's kind of boring to me. But the end of the match, right? So, Undertaker wins. Because, like I said, Undertaker didn't lose until many, many, many years later from the Beast. Brock Lesnar. How about that? How about that? You like that? Um, So at this point in time, the brood was still around. You remember Edge, Christian, Gangrel? Essentially, they were vampires. (laughs) You know, they came into the the, the brooding music, and uh, one of them drank from a red chalice, whatever. So they technically (laughs) followed The Undertaker, right? So at the end of this match, Undertaker's got Boss Man beat, pinned one, two, three in the center, and the brood comes down like Sting from the rafters, right? And I have no idea, because I've never seen this one, right? This is a scotch before I really started watching it. And Edge, Christian, Gangrel are up at the top of the cage, and they're feeding a noose through the top of the cage. And you're like, what the fuck? So (laughs) they feed it down, and The Undertaker hangs the big boss man in the center of the ring, in the center of the cage. It's very, like... Uh, Silence of the Lambs-esque, like, very, like, dark, right? Now, 
as a 34 year old, I know, you know, he's got the jacket. It's, it's easy for a harness to be hooked up to these things, sure. right? Sure. But here's the picture, right? So they pull away for a wide shot. Like obviously the, the most of the time, the production of these things are immaculate, right? So they pull back, give Taker enough time to put the harness on and to where he doesn't actually kill the big boss man, right? But the point in time where I was sitting at home going, yeah, if I would have seen this when I was 10, I probably would have went, wait a minute, because boss man's hanging there, lifeless. At first, he's twitching the whole business, right? You're like, oh, my God, they've killed the big boss man on pay-per-view. So that, then you have the uh, the OG great commentary team of Jerry the King Lawler and Jim Ross, right? My God, my God, they've killed him. And then they cut to an ad read. He's like, uh, WrestleMania this year is brought to you by 1-800-COLLECT and fucking Big Boss Man is still swinging in the middle of the ring. The, the ominous music's still playing. The brood's flying away from ropes. Undertaker's looking at a dead body in the middle of the ring. And good old Jay, I, I think it was 1-800-COLLECT because that was the big one at the time or fucking Surge or whatever it was. Whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> Like, do we think they're going to kill somebody on pay-per-view? No. But you have to, you know, if you're going to commit to the gimmick, you have to sell it, sure, right? Sure, yeah. JR was selling 1-800-fucking-collect on the other side of the ring. Dude, I don't, I say Wob, I don't, know, I don't know if you're familiar with the situation there. I mean, it was horrifying at the time. Thank God he's not dead. But DeMar Hamlin, that Bills player, they got hit in the chest and then collapsed on the field. And everyone thought that they, we just watched somebody die on... It was like a Sunday night football game. Did not know that. Yeah, but the thing was, like, they didn't know what to do. Like, they like the ambulance would come out. They're like, oh, we don't know. There's nothing. No updates. We're just kind of. They're like, cut to commercial, and then it would go from, "We'll be right back with updates." Whopper, whopper, whopper. It's the most like ridiculous juxtaposition. Happy New Year. That. <laughs> <laughs> that you you could you could imagine, but yeah, it's very much. Like That's exactly how I felt watching box. it. I could have been saying whopper 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 because I was like, this is not aged well. <laughs> like, even at the time, Jr. had to be like, do I have to read the fucking one eight hundred collect ad right now? <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, all you pro wrestling heads. I don't remember it was one eight hundred collect, but that was a big one. You know, back in the day, but, it was. It was. Oh, lugs. It could have been lugs. Very well, could have been lugs. But, uh, yeah, I, was, I laughed out loud in my apartment in the middle of the night. Oh, my God, they killed the boss man. But, my God, the rates of 1-800-COLLECT, let me tell you. <laughs> Good stuff, buddy. Good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2024 here. Um, we, we took a little, like a, like a mini break. Last holiday season, I think we took way more. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I yeah. feel like we don't really take that many breaks anymore, but it's... Uh, <laughs> It was a little bit of a holiday breather, but yeah, it is good to, it's good to be back, but it's, it's weird. Cause I, I feel like each year I do this where it's like, you know, the, the 2020, I'll do 2023 for like a month or two. I won't remember that it's, a oh, year. I've been writing it on the yeah. vehicles. I fix it. Work. <laughs> but I, 23. Think, I, I go back think and this it. is going to be a big year. There's a lot coming down the pipe. I mean, maybe we could talk about a couple things. I'll just, you know, once we kind of get rolling here, but I think it's going to be a, yeah, there's a, there's a lot uh, a lot coming down the uh, down the old uh, down the road ahead. So, um, mm. I don't know. I've watched a little bit here and there. It's been very fucking busy. Work's been crazy. 
Um, with the holidays and everything. Yes. I need this. <laughs> that is yours. I've been looking for it. <laughs> I know. I was like, what's this blue notebook? I mean, I'd open it up and I'd see like all the movies from last year. I know who this is. I know who this is. Um, but yeah, I've, I have, I've watched a little bit here and there, um, some comfort food stuff, but, um, one new thing that I've watched and I'm not, I'm not sure if you have, but I'm going to just start 2024 with this. Have you seen Saltburn? Have I seen Saltburn? <laughs> 195. 195, baby. Um, okay, I, I can already tell that you like it way less than I do. <laughs> no, see, I don't even know. That's the thing that, I mean, I, I technically speaking, I thought it was well done for sure. I, I mean, but I let, I ended that movie not knowing kind of what to do with my hands. I didn't know how I felt about our character. I didn't know how I felt about the story, how it played out. I do know that I, I, I'm not going to ruin Saltburn here because it's still pretty fresh. Yeah. But... There were a couple things there, like there's a character early on, a friend character that disappears sort of from the story, that if you would have come back at the end, I think would have been kind of fun, kind of a bookend. Yeah. Um, but my God, there's some pretty, f- I mean, it's it's fucked up in some subtlety, but it's really just some, ugh, there's a few scenes in there that get to the old the heebie-jeebies. And, and those scenes, like I saw it at Screenland and there, that movie was playing a long time, like yeah. down there, longer than any movie. Because not, I mean, you and I know what Saltburn is, but it didn't seem like that's not fucking it's right. not Oppenheimer, right? Right. But it kept making money, kept making money. I'm assuming that's why it kept it around. But like, I think mine was the last week of it showing. Maybe no, no, that can't be right because you saw it after me and still playing. It was fucking full theater. And like when these scenes, I know what you're talking about, happened. It was oh, <laughs> like an God. audible groan in the theater. I was a big fan, bro. Like I went in there. Did not know what I was getting myself into, right? And I was talking to a handful of cats who worked there, and it was 50-50 decisive. Yeah. Div- decisive. Dumb. Divisive. You know what the hell I, I know. Mean. I've been on the mic in a while. Um, And it was funny because the words that kept coming up were uh, style over substance, or substance over story or whatever, right? And yeah. I disagree. Like, it was very pretty, but I once I let it sit with me, once I let it sit with me, I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was messaging a, a buddy of the podcast, old Samuel. He's like, you only liked it because of the dong. <laughs> Don't, uh, you know what? The, the dong adds to it. I'll, I'll give him that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the use of the dong in this movie, there, it's killer. That's killer. I mean, didn't it, unexpected dong. Also, it's coming. Yeah. And, and. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this, and when you watch it, if you have watched it, you'll know it's Dirty Dick. <laughs> and it's in the worst way. In the fucking worst way. I disagree, but, because they, well, like no. if it was actually dirty? After he does something in the movie, it is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fair, fair point. Uh, yeah, I was a big fan, though. And I I don't know why I didn't add that, because this was going to be my next little aside. I was going to like kind of roast you and then add something. <laughs> Go so, ahead. It would not be... <laughs> Our first episode of the year without a little uh, yeah. So remember how we had like a top five, and then you added fifteen more. I don't recall. So I'm gonna add two more <laughs> because we 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 hadn't seen everything, right? Sure. And I forgot that uh, this one needs its flowers. A Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Dude, that's so funny you say that because it, it just I don't know what it was that struck me about TM. In tea, but that crossed my mind like a week after our episode. Like that movie made ripples; it really did, and it was, it was so fucking good. Yeah, like I know I put uh, Spider-Man in there, and I really liked it. I 
I think I might have liked this one more, man. Yeah. Like, and it was funny because, as I admitted on the cast, I was flipping through this book just finding shit because I did not remember. Like, apparently, because I had one more movie to put on here, I think I ended the year at 199, which is unsettling to me. I do not oh. like that. Do not like that at all. Edging. Uh, do not like... <laughs> Ugh, don't like this one. Don't like this one bit. Like if I would have ended on two hundred, now I think I'm gonna be cursed all fucking year. But um, so yeah, uh, Mutant Mayhem was fucking great. But the other one, I saw Poor Things. Did you? Uh... I do. That's one I have not seen. When did that? Did that? That well, yeah, that, Christmas that was time, yeah. Christmas time. Yeah, because yeah. I have not I saw it like been, right after the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but it's been it's been making a ruckus. Every every time I open up a social media, yeah. you know, they're like, it's, "Hey, check this out." Same thing. I went in there like apart from the trailer. You know, I saw the trailer. I did not read anything about it. Like I liked the favorite. I didn't love the favorite like everybody else. But everything else he's done has been like. Oh, dreary, bleak, dark, like almost to the point of like, take a shower, like we get it, you're edgy filmmaker. (laughs) But this one had so much like, it's essentially like a Frankenstein's monster story, but like with heart and humor, which is weird. Like, don't get me wrong. There's darkness in this movie, to be sure. Like, I don't think Yorkos Lanthimos is going to make a movie without a little bit of dark. I don't think, I don't think it's possible for this guy (laughs) to not have a little, you know, a little subtle jab, a little darkness in there. But this movie was so much more fun than I thought it was going to be. And I just had a good time. I will tell you, I was sitting there at the AMC. There was only a handful of cats in there. It was, it was early on like a, uh, fucking Tuesday or Wednesday. So, you know, just me. And this like 70 year old couple was sitting not far away from me. I was like, Oh God, I know enough about this movie. Right. That they're going to be uncomfortable. They had the time of their lives. And I was like, these two are all right. That's... And, uh, yeah, poor things definitely needs to be in contention for that list too. It's just well, so it's gonna, Yeah. And I'm sure it'll get a lot of credit. I mean, it's for what we're, we're creeping up here on an Oscar season and yeah. I'm, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm sure that name pop up again. Very, very soon. Yeah. Uh, but I thought I'd add a couple more because that's your thing. And I figured I'd get like, hey, I need a chance to. By the way, this right here. It's the shit. Yeah. Holy shit. The Liquid Death Rest in Peace. Well, I don't know why they didn't get The Undertaker to put his name on this. I know it. in Peach. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. I was. Um, but so is this. The drink was really good, too. Yeah, um, that's, my, that's probably my favorite of their teas. Yeah. I do like the... They changed the... The, arm, the armless Palmer to... So they were getting like, cease and desist from that whole estate. Really? So I have two, but you'll see them on the... I don't know if you... When you came in, I, right there on the, at the front door, I've got two cases of um, armless Palmer that I'm not going to fucking drink because they changed well you have one now (laughs) i'm taking that bitch on the way out dead billionaire is the new name because they got pissed off that arnold palmer's Palmer's estate is uh telling them to stop using the armless palmer i will tell you from a company that just started with like one canned water that never thought it was gonna you know i you know there's no way we could have saw liquid death like, dude, you have vinyls? The vinyl. The VHS, you know, because we crush it at yes. Christmas. Uh, Flask, you have the Liquid Death merchandise store down here, and I could not be happier. Absolutely. And, I, yeah, hats off to them for knowing how to how to market. But, oh, shit, that's great. Um, you got a pen. I got to write down 199 before it really pisses me off, which was poor things, actually. It was the last thing I saw of the year. 
And looking at my AMC Stubbs account, the first thing I saw this year was, uh, what, last week? It was Ferrari, the new Michael Mann joint. And yes. I think it's getting, like, unfairly maligned. A uh, buddy of mine at work, he's like, because he's a big car guy, you know, b- big, uh, what, are, what are they called, um, you know? Gearhead? That's the word, gearhead. Big gearhead. And, you know, I respect that, but he went in thinking it was going to be a car movie. Mm. It's not a car movie. It's a movie about Enzo Ferrari. And I liked Adam Driver's portrayal during this little stretch where he has to win this race, the Milamia. By the way, I, I think I'm biased because I love anything Italian. And I love, like, old school Italia. And, yes. like, during that time, those automobiles were fucking beautiful. Oh, the women, fuck yeah. fucking beautiful. The men, fucking beautiful. Everything. Loved it. But it's just about, like, everything leading up to this race and what happens in this race. Because very, very famously, people died. Like, uh, uh, spectators on the side of the road. There's a car accident. Like, we're talking, like, ripped in half. Like, bloody stuff, right? Damn. But it's Michael Mann, right? And I keep telling everybody who wants to go see it, like, it's Michael Mann light. Like, it's not Heat. Like, Heat was made in 1995. It's not Manhunter. Right. No it's, thief. <laughs> yeah. It's right. really good, but it's a slower movie. It is technically yeah. biopic, you know? Yeah. And, uh... The, hey, what's the trend these days? You know, there's some... Got Oppie coming out. Maybe we'll see some more big, big yeah, hitters come but, out. With but some... yeah, nobody's everybody clamored, clamoring to go see Oppenheimer, but nobody really wanted to go see Ferrari. So, uh, well, the marketing what, campaign. What the I problem will is, say, I will say, I'm definitely different. You know, I mean, these days, I can see why. I don't agree, but I see why there would be definitely that. You know, the muscly campaign, and I, I stand by. You know, the Barbenheimer of it. I do think that Oppenheimer's success was driven. I guess his financial success was driven right. a lot because of Barbie. That was a huge. So player. we needed something else. We needed the Bratz back. movie, Bratz with Ferrari, the Bratzari, the Brazari, <laughs> the Brazari, dude. Yeah, but I do. Yeah, having that come together like that, it was just like a wonderfully just makes no sense double feature. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. But Ferrari is good, but. I, I do I Ford versus Ferrari to me is a better movie. Yeah. You know, it's just it has a lot more moving parts. <laughs> and uh, it just has a lot going for it. But this is a solid fucking movie. Cool. And, uh, yeah, it's a good way to start off the year. We, we got some stuff coming down the pipe that uh, I'm excited about. Yes. Um, I want to throw this out there real quick before we cruise into, you know, the main event here. Main um, event. Ding, ding, ding. Um, we do have a lot of movies coming this year. And I don't know. There's not hardly anything shared about this. <laughs> um, I saw um, on Twitter there was a... Um, a list of upcoming horror movies this year. <clears throat> and our friend, um, friend of the cast, if you will, Miss Jill Gavargazian. Yeah, I know her. Has a new movie coming out. Yeah, heard about that too. And it looks like it's coming this year. I have no idea when. <clears throat> I really don't know anything about it. There wasn't just barely a little snippet. Um, just kind of talking about what it's about. Have you heard of Frogging? P-H-R-O-G-G-I-N-G. All right, let me. Can I take a stab at it? Yeah, go. Absolutely. Is it when you show up to somebody's house dressed in nothing but a frog hat? You had the first part right. Frogging is when. Wait, are you being serious? There's an <laughs> online thing that I don't know when it started, why it started, who the fuck started it. This horrifying thing that um, essentially you you go sneak into somebody's house, live there for as long as you can without them realizing that you're there, documenting shit along the way. That's not a new thing. It's not new, but it's something that 
kicked up online in the past like five years. Maybe? First off, how do you know there's not somebody above That's us right now? The thing. Okay, I will <laughs> stand by this because I don't think I've watched it in dare I say almost twenty years now. There's an episode of the original run of CSI, which is exactly mm. that. Do you remember that? There's somebody living in somebody's fucking... It's a creepy, like, um, man creeping on woman or whatever. Right. Pretty simple. But, like, the the reveal that Homeboy is actually living in her, like, uh, roof? Not roof. Or, the attic. Know, the attic. Yeah, just... Been doing well, that was this scary. I like I could chill, kind of thinking about it now. Like yes. the way they did it, like that is a horror. And this is called frogging. No, it's that's the that's the trend. The movie's not called that. No, 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 no. But the trend but is called frogging. I believe so. And but so the but difference to be though, a trend and a crime, <laughs> right? Well, the difference though is so I remember a story way way back where it was just essentially a homeless guy who snuck into this person's house and like lived in their like walls. And would sneak out while they're at work and get food and shit and move back into like the walls and live inside. That's, but it's, it's more of a challenge though. This is more of like a, and I, I, this is all very like high level stuff about Jill's movie. I'm not sure what road she goes down, but the, the challenge is more or less like a look what I can do. It's a, it's a weird domination type thing. Like you, you go stay there, not because you need food or not because you're obsessed with the person, but just because you fucking can. And you're like, look at me, I'm in their house. Like, uh, it's like the, you know, those videos where it's like the most horrifying thing. Like they run up and they're like, <laughs> they pretend somebody dies and like, oh, it's a prank, bro. It's just a prank. Oh, it's just a prank, buddy. And they get really upset. It's yeah. that type of mentality. Oh, oh I just snuck into your house and lived here for three months. Oh, it's just a prank. It's just a prank. You know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> that is <laughs> disgusting. Horrifying. Like it's a great idea for a movie. And, uh, oof. But Jill's situation here, I believe, you know, as one would hope, it doesn't go well for the, 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 oh, the I can't, Froggers. I, I can't imagine. Oh, my God. I can't imagine that it does. But that that's exciting. Now that I've heard that, I, I mean, I was pumped anyway. You know, always got to support the uh, hometown right. team. But, woof, good Lord. Yeah, that's coming this year. I, I wonder if it's going to be, I, I mean, I kind of hold out hope that it'll be a Panic debut. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, the title of the movie is, um, it's Ghost Game from Jill, whose you know, re- most recent endeavor was The Stylist. So if you don't know her personally, you might know her movie. But um, that's one to keep an eye out for. I was really excited because I know that she went up to this creepy house. And I think, um, you know, the Clown in a Cornfield, if you want to... On the shelf there, that uh, yeah. See our boy who uh, Adam Caesar Caesar. <laughs> I, th- I, I always think this, make the I name think sound good. I think this is Caesar though. Caesar. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I think this one deserves a little twist on it. Caesar. <laughs> he. Uh, oh, bookmark. Yeah. Uh, Damn he, it! I fucked it up. No, it's fine. He. Um, he. Uh, I believe he wrote this movie. So. Oh no. Yeah, so there's some some cool collaborations going on, and be on the lookout for Jill's new movie, uh, Ghost Game. But that's just one I wanted to point out before we dive in, because a little close to home. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot coming. We'll we'll probably, I think maybe, I don't know if it'll be next week or not, or next episode, but we should probably do like a here, I, I'll do some homework and see what's coming down the pipe. You know, um, it's times like these <coughs> where I wish that there was somebody living in your attic. <laughs> And I wish it was Rick. Rick! I was- <laughs> okay, I think that we're uh, far enough now in the pocket. I told him I wasn't going to roast him for not being here, but fuck him, right? Oh, my God. What I mean, what, what What a jackass. <laughs> like, like, I got to have the date night with my wife. Okay. 
I won't make joke for Steven not get gift. Oh, yeah. Okay, here's, oh, yeah. the, deal, here's the deal. Steven gave me the gift, and it's great. <laughs> and, it took uh, a little time, man. You jackass. Yeah, so he just plops through the attic. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I've been here a little time. Oh, shit. Good stuff. Um, Well, so we're doing, you know, we, we did our top five for the year. Well, top 50. Top 75. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have our physical media, and I like, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned, let's just kind of bump that so we can kind of get our head around. This is not necessarily, mine might all be, I'm not sure, but they don't have to be. You know, confined to like released in 2023, just what we picked up. Okay, first off, you did not tell me that. You, you said that, son of a bitch. You you said that. I asked you on the <laughs> damn it in the group chat. I was like, do you want to do like? Do I? I don't always look. Okay, listen here. I was doing painstaking research. It, okay, you know what? You're so probably you know right. what? They're probably all 2023 <laughs> then. So that works even better. Oh, I was trying so hard to get it. I think there, I, one was kind of in question because I was looking at a few that I, was, I picked up this year. They were released <laughs> fucking three years ago. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. But, I think they were released <clears throat> in the UK in like 1973. <laughs> and I get over here. What the fuck? I only just bought this. It's it is kind of weird because there was a few that I looked at. I was like, oh, that's got to be a contender. I bought that last year. Yeah, I'm like, fuck. That See, was that. I did the same thing, and you know, the only person I had to be mad at is me because I was doing this homework really fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I also realized maybe I bought less this year than I did last year. But which is weird because my bank doesn't think that. Yeah, because the <laughs> there were more VHSs and collectibles too. That was the thing. That Way she, to fucking call me out. Uh huh. Well, oh, I, oh, mine oh, were the vinyls, and so I'm gonna say I'm gonna the most immaculate segue here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty my, good. Uh, my other, uh, my my secondary column on my spending this year was definitely your wife. Why? Vinyls. Vinyls were huge this year, and I, I, I mean, this was my first year. I subscribed to Waxwork. I might. Pull the trigger again, regardless of if I do. I'm still going to buy. I, I mean, I'm going to keep up. Um, I mean, it was cool because there's like the subscriber variants and stuff. So I know they're going <clears> to, <throat> there were some questions around. And I'm sorry if I'm, fu- I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just, frogging. Uh, uh, frogging in my throat here. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I just want to throw out a few vinyls. I said I was going to do a top five, which I'm going to. The top five with a couple honorable mentions. Mother of God, you said this was going to be a breezy it's episode. It's going to be breezy. We got, we're on hey, we're If I'm late to work and they're like, oh, well, what's going on? I'm like, well, Steven had to put his fucking vinyl in here. First up, the only reason this is honorable is because I didn't buy it. And because I feel like that's not fair. All right. Okay, <laughs> you knew I was going to fight you on this. This is why you put this one first, you fucking... First bitch. up is going to be the Jeff Goldblum... <clears throat> Jeff Goldblum and the Mildred Snitzer Orchestra. Now, if you listen to the cast, you'll know that this is a gift from Scott, and it came with an autograph from Jeff Goldblum, and it is just a great album. It's fun to listen to. It's jazzy. It's 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 a good time. But it's one that I never thought I would own. I never thought to look for it. And it was one of definitely, I I didn't buy it, so I can't claim that it's, I mean, but it's definitely one of my favorite albums of the year that I, uh, you that I snagged. Son of a bitch. <laughs> my other honorable mention here is going to be The Battery from uh, Ryan, Wa- Ryan Winford's score to The Battery. Um, this almost made the list. I just, I... 
I love this movie and I love the music. It's really earthy and it comes out like a year before. I said this on the cast a few episodes back, but it comes out a year before The Last of Us, but has that same spirit, that plunky kind of just acoustic, you know, down home kind of thing that really just you know strips everything down. Um, it's a the battery's a great movie and this vinyl is spectacular. So it's a bright green. I know you've seen it, but Rats. very pretty, very kind of slimy, fun zombie type vinyl. So I had to give a big shout out to them because I'm glad this is getting a release. And Scareflare is one that they they crank out a lot of great shit. I think they did Haunt. I haven't got that one, but they do a lot of stuff over at Scareflare. But the battery by Wyatt, the Ryan. battery by Ryan Winford is my other honorable mention. Now, so. In no particular order, because I didn't bother to do that. I just picked my top five, because it was hard enough as it was. <clears throat> we'll start off with The Mist. Oh, yeah, what's pretty? The Mist from Death Waltz Records. Just one. Wow. And, the, and the real, the thing is, the music's great, but my God, dude, I've never seen anything quite so crazy. So herein lies the problem of these top fives, because I think it's just kind of... Let's just put it out there now. The movies and the music that we are giving to you here, it's hard to pick that because, like, obviously the movies are going to be good, but it, their presentation goes a long way, especially yes. when we're only picking five. Like, I will say uh, three, four out of my top five are box sets, you know, something yes. like this. So the presentation goes a long way. Has there been stuff of movies or music that I do not like? <laughs> that look really cool and yes. I'm trying to like in my brain I'm like I need to give this a second chance I know it's terrible I know what it is but god this damn it if so it's good. not pretty yes. <laughs> that, that is not this because the mist is great but it's a, it's a great point because like I think a lot of this when it comes to physical media it is it, what was that the vinyl is like the poor man's art that's like a quote. I don't, but it's, it's poor man's. That's They're what fucking expensive. Well, nowadays, but yeah. like beforehand, like that's one, that's one of the, I, I don't remember who said that, An but idiot. I was thinking like, <laughs> but it's like, you don't, you know, you don't go buy some like $4,000 painting to put on your wall. But if you have like this beautiful gatefold, you know, it's definitely something that you could, you know, yeah. display. You could. So that's, that's the idea here too, is like what, what work went into it. But the mist with that cloudy mist vinyl and then that, Really, just missed the whole thing. Just like blue, blue, blue everywhere. Blue floods. Friend of ours. <laughs> Hiram, if you're listening, you're still the boy. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Next up, it's gonna be for sure from Cadabra Records, uh, the Beyond. Their composers cut um, that Fabio Frizzi did the music. Worked with Lucio Fulci on this crazy great movie. The music is beautiful, but I love the fact that they're doing composer cuts. You know, as a fan of collector, or as a collecting fan of, you know, some we, we look for director's cuts. We want to know kind of like, well, what's, what types of cuts got left out there that we didn't see. To see a composer come back to his music and do something that he wasn't maybe able to do because, you know, it just didn't work right at the moment. But it's still great music, and it still yeah. feels like The Beyond. <clears throat> I love what they're doing over there. They did this with Zombie, too. But I got to tell you, The Beyond is my favorite between the two, like, as far as the, pre the presentation. That is just... The creepy Ooh. house. It's like and the smoke vinyl. Just kind of. Oh yeah, bring it out. Let's might see as well it. make it quick here. But I mean, it's just I. I don't know. There's so much color these days, but a smoke vinyl is just pretty. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like at what point? Because every now and again it happens. Like you said it. Uh, maybe a couple vinyls back. That we every one. Like I bought a really good friend of mine. 
uh, her first final the other day, mm-hmm. not too long ago. And it was like a special pink one. I was like, no, these are cool. You know, everybody gets variants or whatever. But it's something to be said about the jet black 180 oh, yeah. gram vinyl because now if they're trying to sell them, they're trying to sell the big fancy. And these are cool. Really right. cool. No, not yeah. to dock them. But when is that going to become like cliche? Right. Yeah. Where's our licorice pizza? Yeah. Where? Where's <laughs> it at? <laughs> All right. Next up for me here is going to be. John Carpenter, you know, I couldn't go five without putting John in there. There's a couple reasons for this one. Yeah. Um, the music itself is brilliant. John yeah. Carpenter's anthologies, <laughs> they're just, they're super cool because, you know, he's got some great themes. I don't know if you've seen that picture. I don't have it. There's some great themes throughout his... Good! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought this yet, but obviously it's, yeah. it's going to be bought, you son of a bitch. <laughs> There, this is. I don't double dip records very often, but this was one I had to. Um, but his themes, you know, are, you know, they're very classic and timeless and and recognizable. But he goes back and he adds a little new flair, a little spin to him, and puts him sort of in an order that makes sense, so it plays well. It's like it's it's fun to listen to. Um, but this is also the the one that I was able to. What were you able to do, Stephen? Snag a signed signed copy from John, yeah. and I don't. I again, we'll go. We'll, I'll put it to bed. I would have got two, but they didn't let me. <laughs> they didn't let you. No one limit one. All right. One. Um. Well, I have the the <laughs> the fucking cassette tapes, Stephen. <laughs> How do you feel about that? And you know what? I could have bought as many as I fucking <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> no, I, I need to get this on the old uh, on the LP. Yeah, it's fun to listen to. John's always great, and I was just talking about this the other day. Like, I threw on his uh, his Lost Themes three. This was like shit last summer. There was a, a really stormy fucking night. I was just like, I, literally, dark I, this and was, stormy. I was night. just sitting down here. I put it on the record player, and it was just like perfect. I, I, John's the man. All right, um, two more left. It's gonna have to be. There's just no way around it. Waxwork finally, finally, finally released. Holy shit! Theatrical soundtrack for Dawn of the Dead. It's not the the Goblin stuff. This is like the library cues. This is everything in the movie. It's got the gonk. It's it's just fucking beautiful. And I know you're a big fan of Dawn of the Dead, so you will love that. I don't even see this yet. But as you gatefold opens up here, you got the whole fucking mall. Three LP. So much music, and it's just, it's... So this has everything, not everything. just Goblin stuff. Well, not Goblin, it's just... The so everything... Not, yeah. Okay, okay, so yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, just the the cues from the movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, it is it is spectacular. And if you love George, you know already that Dawn of the Dead, it's not just a great movie. The sound, the, the, the music is just so classic and timeless and fun to listen to. So, and it's a great presentation. Um, this is this is the subscriber variant, so that's a little bit different than what's out there now, but both are beautiful. So, that is from Waxwork Records, Dawn of the Dead, and finally, there's no way around it. This probably would be number one, no doubt. Um, this is not new to this year, that's for sure. Um, but the thing, John Carpenter's the thing. Now he did not do the music; that was Morricone, but. This presentation is out of this world. It's got the broken ice. I know you've seen it, so I'm not going to tear it open here, but you yeah. got the the ice blue, the Antarctica vinyl. Beautiful. <clears throat> it's just, I'm so glad they put it back out. And I personally have never seen a record go out faster than this. It was done in like 10 minutes. It was just a 
Beautiful, beautiful presentation. And I would say, you know, Waxwork is killing it. All these guys are. There's more. There's way more, too. You know, there's tons of, of labels. But my top five, yeah, this year for sure. The Thing, Dawn of the Dead, both from Waxwork. You got John Carpenter's Anthology from Anthology 2, excuse me, from Sacred Bones. Cadabra's um, Lucio Fulci, The Beyond, or excuse me, The Beyond, Composer's Cut, Fabio Frizzi. And then finally from... Mondo Death Waltz, The Mist. Holy shit. So that, there it is. There it is. Top five. Well, I got to tell you, that made me uh, pretty jealous of some of those vinyls you have. But I knew you were going to come in with some stupid shit. So That was pretty breezy, though, right? No, no, that was was breezy. But I I brought some of myself. Ah, good! I'm actually really good. No, no. I did not do my top five VHS, but I did... Just pick up a VHS okay. that needs to be fucking just talked about here. Like, I could have done five, but I, I was like, oh, we don't have the fucking time. We had to make a <laughs> relatively quick episode. Yes. But we have to talk about... We got to talk about Rad. Woo! So, uh, Steven, you're wearing the beanie right here. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome's new partner label, DeGausser. DeGausser? DeGausser, yeah. DeGausser Video. This, I, I mean... for. If you're listening and you've uh, been anywhere near the Vinegar Syndrome sale, then you know how much I pay for this one VHS. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not flexing on you guys. But Wow, that's pretty. So here's the thing. I got I got the other one too, right? Because at this point, there was only two of these, right? Rad, the uh, the BMX 80s joint that sold out like immediately on fucking Blu-ray. Apparently, everybody loved this. Was brought out on a special edition VHS in this fucking pr- presentation. Of these guys is something special. This is so they brought out two. They brought out Redneck Zombies and Rad. They sure did. Rad, I immediately up, 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 magnetic. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Rad. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. it's the clasp. Yeah, like the clasp. Oh my god. Oh, so, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So I got these two. These they got the larger than life, like super clamshell with the magnetic clasp on the side. What were there like a hundred, hundred and fifty? Oh, yeah. Very, very few of these, right? And you and got the zombies one, too. I did not, because you fucking texted me like, no way in hell you got redneck zombies. <laughs> and I said, nope. Oh, I did. Just not on Blu-ray. So, because that was number one. This is actually DV002, right? Okay. So, redneck zombies is one. And I was like, I already have rad. And I wanted to get rad. The presentation is the same. You know, it still has the magnetic clasp. And the it's got, when you open it up, the it turns on this backing light for the translucent VHS. <laughs> so... We were talking about that. It's getting fucking stupid. It it's is the most indulgent thing I've ever seen, but I love it to pieces. So stupid. Like there is no need for this, but they also know <laughs> that there are people like me, you, <laughs> who are buying this shit. But it looks so cool on the shelf next to the other VHS. Oh my God, like yeah. some of the bigger clamshells are almost this size. But when I opened it, because I did not know how this was going to be in person. So I paid the money I paid for it, hoping hoping that it would be cool. I opened it up. I said, 100% <laughs> worth it, right? Nailed it. Yeah, but I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of other cool VHS, like limited runs, even just old school ones that I found dug out of a yeah. fucking cave somewhere. They're really cool. But this, this is probably number That's one, baby. Else. This is pretty damn cool. Uh, am I embarrassed that I have it? Yes. <laughs> Am I also so fucking happy I have it? Yes. And people are already turning oh, like God. 500% profit on these fucking things. Oh, First yeah. off, you're animals. Second off, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Rad on special edition VHS. DeGauser. 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 
Um, it's worth noting that all that talk that we had rustled up several months ago has finally come to uh, its a sad fruition, and Best Buy has called it quits in the world of physical media, which is kind of poetic that we're doing this episode now because it was this week that I saw all this stuff come out, I think, was just talking about how they're... This is it. You know, they're they're throwing away all their fucking shelving and basically Best Buy is a washer and dryer store now. So that's that's um Are they having are we gonna pick the bones? Is the, the bone picking already started? I worked there I was getting some some uh loving grief about how I was going to be in the dumpster out behind Best Buy. <laughs> Just Jesus. Just taking the shelves. I need some shelving. <laughs> well, I mean It's ooh, not wrong. It's not wrong. We do need some shelving. But yeah, it's 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 done for Best Buy, and that was the place. You know, I won't I won't you know take memory lane too far here. But that was where you go up and down the maze. You used to check out all the movies that aren't at a Walmart or a Target or whatever. Before we even really even really got into like Amazon and especially these labels like Vinegar Syndrome and Severin and you know Criterion's been doing it for a minute. But this it was the place to go, especially for like your. Uh, your more you know, mainline releases, too. Yeah, and this is what I was talking to a buddy about the other day, about how I was, you know, I was beside myself about it. Because I heard that Target's going to be the next one. Is that right? I don't. I hadn't heard But that. Target hadn't been putting out fucking... They got, like, they got like 20 movies in but there. But the weird thing time. about Target, though, is they've got, like... So they have so... They have a ton... I mean, some at least they have. I haven't been to Target in a while. Like They, they have, like, a big uh, collectibles aisle. Like, it's more and more. They have more... Uh, Star Wars Legos and they have right. movies, which is crazy to me. But I was talking about just this physical media and how Best Buy used to be the one. Like, every now and again, you'll be able to find, like, certain things, like, hidden. You'll find a Scream Factory every now and again, a Vestron at Walmart. But Best Buy was always the one that had the weird labels that did not go anywhere else. I couldn't tell you if it was a licensing thing, if they had an agreement they were always like, oh, shit. And every now and again, you'd find ridiculous deals. Absolutely. At fucking Best Buy. So, you know what? Pissed. <laughs> don't, say, don't be sad that it's gone. Be glad that it happened. I, it will go somewhere ah! else. It ain't going away. I'll <laughs> tell you that. There's too many of us. And I, I, the thing that just sucks is it's going to be a, maybe a little bit longer. Because I, yeah. we're going to have to find a home. Amazon will probably eat up a bunch. I've already seen some steel books coming out on Amazon that were not. I mean, you can tell. That yeah. these were the kinds that it's would got go the to Best, Best Buy. Buy sticker. Oh my <laughs> god, damn it! Uh, before we get that into the will top be worth five, a million dollars on, on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, are we both in agreement? This is like a banner year for physical media again. It seems huge, like every year, huge. and this is the thing that kills me: is that I, <clears throat> I'm not going to say I get why they're getting rid of it. I'm not going to agree to that, but. The companies that I'm sure that we'll talk about today, because we got some boutiques in there. I, I know I do, and I'm fucking sure you do. I got a couple. You got a couple <laughs> boutiques in there. They are, because I know that they have like a brick and mortar store, like one, like somewhere that we've never been. But like right. 99.999% of their revenue is from online. Right. Which... I love these companies. I would like there to be somewhere closer to us where we go in and look at this stuff. But it's a banner year for those guys. We can go to Colorado, you and I. We can take a road trip. That's true. And I I would very much dig that. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. But it's a banner year for physical media 
on the internet, online. And, and, and what's tough too, man, is that, you know, Best Buy, though, carried, you know, the, the movies that you would expect people to go out and buy, like the favorites. Yeah. Like the things, the classics. What a lot of the labels do is they go way down into the depths and find shit and revive shit. And yeah. it's like, it's fun for a lot of us geeks, but it's like, there's not going to be a whole lot of people who are, you know, if you're looking for true lies, <laughs> you know, and you go on vinegar syndrome, you might, you might not find what you're looking for, but it, it's nothing against true lies though. No. That movie's a masterpiece. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're looking for like a movie, <laughs> no, like, a staple movie like something that's like, you know, well known, the accolades there. There are some some new efforts that are coming out from from like vinegar syndrome or you know it, 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 just saying like basically if you want to get like stuff that's coming like fresh out from the studio like fresh out from the theaters that's not going to like the, the boutiques that's like going the, to Amazon but that's people it. Are, are waiting for those to come on to streaming or that's digital right. or whatever because you know you're not going to get a lot of the movies that you and I are buying on those platforms so I think that some people might even be taking the fifty fifty approach. Buy this yeah. shit, but Stream also, shit. like, do the other stuff. Like, um, uh, buh, 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 what's a good example? Like, every time I go to a Walmart or something like that, I will look for, like, I just got uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie yes. on blue there. Cause I don't want to buy it online. I'm going to try to buy it from a Walmart or Atari or something like that to show, hey, somebody's still buying this stuff. It may right. just be this one fucking guy in this, you know, rain jacket. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, you and your raincoats. Yeah, yeah. You um are smart for doing so because I don't know if I've said this on here or not. But why? Thank you. A couple weeks back, maybe a couple months now. I time flies, but their discovery was a the most recent late logo, logo, whatever you want to say, brand to to remove their products from PlayStation. So anything that you had bought. To stream from Discovery, you know, shows the like, fucking Deadliest Catch or any of that shit. Oh, yeah. Sayonara. No, no rights to, to stream it anymore. It's gone. So, and yeah. that's, that's a lot of people. I'm, Discovery's got a lot of shit. I mean. Yeah, that's great. I heard about that. That's wild. Yeah. And that, I'm, I'm sure that's, there's more to come. You know, there's a lot of negotiations that happen in the background. So when your voodoo went out, well, like years and years ago, yeah. and that was a huge fiasco because people were like, oh, my fucking movies. Like you're yeah. ultraviolet, maybe instead of, maybe not voodoo. It, it was one of those. And they had to, because now movies anywhere. I know this because every time I get like a new Blu-ray, I will give the digital copies to, you know, the less yeah. fortunate. Micah, if you're listening, you're homeless. Um, <laughs> he's listening right now, you son of a bitch. But yeah, I'll, I'll always give them to other people. I'm not going to use them. <laughs> but you know, yeah, like I've said, a hundred thousand. By the way, Stephen, why the fuck were you at the the Terminator Cafe the other day? You, you and what? your missus had the the fucking robots bringing you sushi oh, or whatever. Dude. What if what half That's of the at Zona Rosa? I don't care. It's in fucking Zion. Like, no, Terminator. They're bringing you food. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just saying. Look, I love. Here's the deal. When Skynet takes over and UV, ultraviolet, voodoo, and all these things are shut down, you and I are going to be running our, like, old school blockbuster underground, and people are going to be happy that we have... Your mediocre collection because we're bombed out in a hovel and nobody's gonna be able to watch it on their fucking phones. That was like three obscure references in one. Let me just say real quick, the ramen <laughs> shit is 
I, the rom, it's the only ramen restaurant north of the river, and it's it's so we go up there and it's it's actually it's great ramen. If you like ramen, it's it's good, but it's right there where fucking Noodle and Company used to be, and yes, the robot does bring it to you, and it is weird as fuck. But that's a that's a Japanese thing. That's that's a very you know high tech. That's a way that they're serving it up across the pond. But yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, I don't endorse the robot waiter. I'm just, I like the ramen. Okay. I need the noodle soup. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. But I, I was, I kept seeing this on everybody's like Snapchat stories. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? Yeah. They're taking our jobs, Stephen. <laughs> Build the wall. He says. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into this. Uh, bad mamma jamma. What's, uh, so, do you have a definitive one through five? I like. Kind of, kind of do. I just but went I, five. Okay, well, I don't have like same as okay. my records. Okay. but yeah, I will couldn't, kick it off. Couldn't, if you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well. couldn't come up with a. Okay, gotcha. Oh shit! Don't look at my fucking box over here. Three honorable mentions up front. So here we go. Wait, no, wait a minute! I, I get it. God damn it! Wait, do I have honorable mentions? Before I say that, do I you? <laughs> shit! <laughs> One, two, three, four. No, I only have... Okay, I guess technically the VHS was my honorable mention, but that was just in jest at you. So, so I only have five. Hey, I'm a hey, new year, new me. <laughs> new year, same you. Good. <laughs> these are going to be breezy. So first oh, up, Jesus. I just have to give them a shout out because I want people to know. The, the people. First up, Maniac 2. Love to kill. Severin does something that nobody else does, and they create these fun slip covers off of like what the notorious like if there's a movie out there that like with cruel jaws you know like what they do with some of these types of things where they make it feel like it's the movie that it's not it's not maniac 2 that's not the way this was released but they they sold it jaws 5 the last horror right right yeah jaws 5 the last horror film is what it's called but maniac 2 love to kill is the slip cover because it's essentially joe spinell going to con and fucking <laughs> Being maniac, it's great. I love the the movie's outstanding. It's fun. It's a it's a tribute to to filmmaking. And these are all gone, right? This was a really that was. I think that was only during their sale. Yeah, that's pretty cool. For the slip, but yeah. So they did they did a little fun spin on it. So I had to give them a shout out. They do that. They'll do more of them. Uh, more movies down the road. Next up is going to be from Criterion. Um, Todd Browning's the. Um, it's like the sideshow thing, the the sideshow sh- side shockers. Um, Freaks is the headliner, of course, because I'm, we've been waiting for Freaks from Criterion for a while. But also the Unknown and the Mystic, which I have not watched yet. But I love the fact that um, it's it's beautiful. It's just so it's a great release from Criterion. This is getting a lot of love from everybody. I need to pick it up. It's quite good looking. Triple feature there, little. Deep dive. And then finally, Redneck Zombies. Uh, I have not Redneck Zombies. <laughs> I, it's for the same reasons that you said, though. Um, it's it's super cool that a Degauser exists. Um, it's a Degauser, for the record. It's, it's a device that wipes a computer or it wipes something digital. Really? So the same thing that Vinegar Syndrome would do to film, a Degauser would do to a VHS. So that's huh. the cool thing about. I just thought it was some German really? guy who liked VHS. Right. the Galza. <laughs> yeah, but a, yeah, that's that's the the fun and that because like yeah, they're saving these vi- these VHSs, these video movies, <laughs> you God know, damn it. from the, uh, the the depths, the abyss. But it's not that it's a killer 
it's not it's a movie that you're going to have to love if you're in the genre but that they're they're saving them that's that's huge and i love I mean, the presentations there the art's go- it's gorgeous it's you got that light up vhs it's something else but i just had to shout those three out it's a new label the gauzer vinegar syndrome's website you can get their releases check those out but first up for me I'm going to put a hand over my eyes so I don't see yeah, don't look, it. Don't look, don't look. Because mine's in a box. Yeah. All right. Well, just don't look over there. Don't, don't probably don't. know that. I don't care. It's fine. Damn, I looked over there. Oh, dang it! I didn't realize that was it. First up, I just have to do it. This is something beautiful. And I got to think for signatures this year, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you do. Terrifier. This is art collection from Umbrella. From Down Under. Yeah, yeah, they got the old, uh, excuse me. The collection is something else. It's it's a box set with Terrifier, Terrifier 2, and then um, we got the old uh, All Hallows' Eve, and there's just so much stuff in here. Um, it was really great to to meet Damien there at the Lyonnais. <laughs> at the I hope Comic-Con. that he listens to this. I know. He's like, it's Leon. This guy. <laughs> this guy's all right. <laughs> but it was um, it was super cool, and um, it's it's just a great illustration of what they can do they're they put their heart into stuff in the, at uh umbrella oh, and man. i think um there's just more to come so i wanted to definitely put that on my list i, I know you haven't seen them terrifier 3 is coming this year It'll I'm, be- i mean i'm gonna see terrifier 3 with you um for sure and i don't know it seems like one's not up my alley but two would be i think that's probably fair i mean terrifier one like we've talked about you know ad nauseum but it's just such a a flexing of hit trying to figure out like what to do like he's like look what i i can this the, the effects are, yeah. are there so there's another saw movie coming this year there's another terrifying movie coming yeah. This year. um yeah umbrella is crushing it i mean they're relatively the newer kid on the block when it comes to the right stuff, but they are putting out like uh oh shit talk to me like they're bringing yeah, out the big like collector sets and i'm like Fucking pump the brakes. Like, put out a really cool one every couple months. Not every fucking month, guys. Well, they're the ones in the... It, what's funny is the the first one that I pulled off the shelf and was like, oh, I got to talk about this. And I didn't remember. Martyrs. They yeah. gave Martyrs its, you know, yeah. its due. And it was gorgeous. And so, I mean, they're just... They're they're giving these... Mo- I mean, Terrifier, yeah, there's some cool steel books that are coming out. But this is really the only box set that I've seen like this. So, yeah. I got to shout them out. That's my first one. It's really good. Uh, it reminded me. Uh, there are a few on it that I'm just going to mention because I do not have them yet. But if I would have, I would just say if I had this movie, it would be in my five. Because we, I've talked for years about them bringing out one of my favorite films on Blu-ray. We got a bare bones, like, lucky to fucking have it, like, a year or two ago. And that's Clue. Oh, but uh, Scream Shout Factory brought out a uh, Shout Select that I have not bought yet, but it was technically brought out last year. And I, it has more special features and everything, because last one was just a disc. Which, I'm happy to have it. I am, but I wanted the uh, definitive edition. And it's out there. And there's a couple of those like that that I did not pull the trigger on yet. But I had to throw a clue in there, because I don't think we're going to get another, like, right, the, bigger that release. Degree. Yeah. yeah. All right, so my numero five o is, okay, here's the thing. Uh, now that I realize that's your stack over there <laughs> uh and looking at what i have i wanted to be the everyman but we know that's not gonna happen so i had to throw one in there that's not just this beautiful gargantuan piece of art from a label that's in north no- nova scotia sure, you know so sure. i i picked 
one that I just got at Walmart that I really, really dig as a release from Lionsgate. Hey. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is not some label that you guys don't know about. This is Lionsgate Entertainment. And this is the double oh, steelbook cool. bad boy of the original Blair Witch Project and Blair Witch. I love that. So, yeah, Lionsgate brought this out. And weirdly enough, like, they sold out like this. Like... From the the initial numbers, right? It was hard to find, hard to find, hard to find. And then it just popped up at Walmart and I snagged it with the fucking quickness. You look in there, it's got the missing posters Absolutely. and everything. The reason I like this, like, I have been buying more steelbooks. Like, <laughs> I have uh, way more than I thought I did. Like, they just look pretty together, right? I, I haven't got into the disc proper yet. Like, I have the Blair Witch Project on DVD somewhere. I think that I bought Blair Witch before but i could not tell you because uh sometimes i get lost in the uh the maze that is my collection but the thing is i have been a champion of this fucking movie since it came out nobody saw it the people who saw it fucking hated it and i don't understand it like if they're going in there for some deep philosophical like whatever the fuck they're not getting it they're getting a jump scare heavy movie that made me wet my fucking tidy whities bro that movie scared me to death when i saw it and I just like that, like, they nixed Book of Shadows and then just put the proper sequel with it. I love the steel book of it. I just fun. And this is stuff. That's great. Like, it was 20, 22, 24 bucks or whatever. This was a absolutely saw it, picked it up, put it in the cart movie. Yep. Like, doing stuff like this, keeping this stuff in the stores. That's cool. People like you and me are going to snag this. Right. And that's the kind of thing. I mean, honestly, with the presentation that you have there, that's the kind of thing that you would expect from like Best Buy. I mean, I, I think, yeah, like that cool, like definitive. I, yeah, it's that's that's awesome. I'm I, sad I don't have that. That that's very <laughs> Dang cool. It. Oh, score <laughs> one, baby. Uh, what's uh, what's numero four o? Well, now that you kind of know, do we have any duplicates? We'll get to it. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure we might as well. All right, hold on. Well, let me see. Just go to your next one, Stephen. I'm working. No, no, no. The, the, the next one that you're going to pick up, because then we'll talk about duplicates. All right. Yeah. Pick that one. <laughs> All right. So No particular reason. Pick that one. Pick this one. Is it going to be on the list for you? That's why I told you to pick it. Steve. Let's see. What's your number four, Steven? My number four is the greatest horror film of all time. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from Second Sight. Now I gotta give a big shout out to Dark Sky, or is it uh, Dark? Yeah, Dark. The Dark Sky. Yep. Um, they had a really great 4K too. I love the art on that with the eye, Sally's eye with Leatherface and the pupil. Love that to death. But there is nothing quite like this box set from Second Sight. Cross the pond over there in England. Even their Dark Sky DVD release is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They, yeah. they got Steelbook too. I oh, yeah. I got, I got like four copies of this movie, but... Oh, three and a half. Three and a half. But <laughs> it's, uh, it's... It is so special. I mean, it, the movie itself... You, know, you don't have to go... We don't have to go through that, but... Um, you just... You've got three discs, um, 4K for the first time for this movie, and it is... It's legendary. I mean, it kind of lives up to like what the legend of the movie is almost. Like, you have a fucking hardcover book yeah. in the box. It's insane with so many essays and just, you know, different uh, different uh, thoughts on, on the movie and its legacy. 
it is just something to behold. And I love, I, you know, the, the old, first when I saw it, I'll be honest with you. When I first saw the artwork for what the UK release was of uh, Texas Chainsaw, I was like, eh. eh. I was not. I was wrong. This, it's, it's a really, really great, simple, scary artwork on the front. Oh, I, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Yes, it's, it's um, great. Spoiler alert. My number four is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> from, from, oh, from Second Sight. And here, here in here's the rub. These Second Sight cats are crushing the box set game. They like, truly are. Yeah. Um, the Dawn of the Dead one, which sold out in about 35 seconds. Yeah. Um, I need to go back and, you know, pay my rent first. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> pay the next month's rent to get this. That it follows set was uh, the one that yeah, yeah it follows. They did to crush that box on that. But so yeah, our four uh, <laughs> is this, and I knew this was gonna. I knew this was gonna be yours. And to be fair, like looking in here, if we had to say like one through five, this is teetering on number one. Absolutely. Like it's just looking here. I might have to take your box because there's a little nick on mine. Oh. Yeah, so look over there real quick. Oh, dang But no, this is such a beautiful release. And here, like, they're picking up with, like, the booklets that follows uh, and some of the stuff I got coming up. They just know what it is, man. They know, oh, throw a book in there. Throw a book in there. Easier said than done, right? Yeah. But, yeah, this thing is fucking beautiful. I mean, this beautiful. thing is like, yeah, it's it's got heft. It's, it's got, got, got heft. like I said, a hardcover book inside you know, a release for a movie, it, it, and and it's just a testament to the to the film. I mean, there's there's not a lot of movies that would get that treatment, that investment. No, but you I mean, you could put together countless essays and countless, you know, um, points of view on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But you know, R.I.P. Toby, we miss you. That's that is. I mean, it's it's something special. But since we both had the same one, obviously you're next. But <clears throat> I was going to throw a couple of uh, honorable mentions in mine. But I didn't want to give like Vinegar Syndrome like eight fucking releases in sure. mind. But I was gonna say the uh, I do not have them here. But uh, Roadhouse and Showgirls. Yes, Showgirls was one that I almost put in here. That's so just something else. Roadhouse and Showgirls is is the VSU. Uh, yeah, yeah, so ultimate. yeah, man, they got the uh, much like my VHS over here, Magnetic Class. They got the booklet. The artwork is pristine, beautiful stuff. And right. that, that's what we were talking about, it's like. Certain quote unquote mainstream films are getting like the you know the pristine treatment, like right. Roadhouse and Showgirls are not what you'd expect from a company like Vinegar Syndrome. True, you'd expect something like Redneck Zombies, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, beautiful, beautiful releases. I had to throw the, I, those were the two I was going to bring as my honorable mentions. So, there's yeah, solid as hell. Like, I, I literally had Showgirls on the list for. Like up until maybe like last night, it was it's, it's they're all pretty. But. I just didn't want to move all this fucking weight around. Yeah, no <laughs> Give kidding. Me back problems. All right. Well, um, let's see. Number three. What's it gonna be? Number three. This is I snuck that one in there. It's not supposed to be in there. Oh my god. That's another honorable mention. Damn it! Not another honorable mention. <laughs> let's go with. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. time. Big time. So... Is this your only powerhouse? No, I got uh, Bloody Terror. Oh, I've yeah, got, another box uh, so set. I've got a few titles from them there, too. Christine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, you started snagging those. Okay. All right, so Indicator, another one from the UK. Uh, this one is just for its absolute 
breath. <laughs> this is going to be Magic Myth and Mutilation. Indicator released this box set this summer, and it, it's it's a micro-budget collection. And Michael J. Murphy, from 1967 to 2015, his works. And it is just something to behold. I mean, you're not you're talking about what 30 movies? Is that am I crazy? Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's insane. I mean the, the amount of content, if you will, that's here is, is crazy. I hate that word too, but um, hipsters have made that word ugh, just somebody says content, I want to punch them in their fucking nose. I know. <laughs> it's but uh, this is just some I mean you, you have movies like I mean there's a movie called Tristan in here. What there is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure she'll love that. Yeah, I'm sure she will. But I mean, it's just a, a a micro budget filmmaker from the UK. It's in we would never know about this. No, like I mean, I'm try to keep up with much as I can, but man, I there's no shot. Big fan. But of But the fact that yes, yes, yeah. the fact that they put out a an entire collection of movies for somebody like you know, there's a lot of filmmakers over here. Like you would do go look and see like you got like Bill Rabane and 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 all these uh the William Griffey Griffey collections, like those types of things like we have here in the states, we would never know. Like what <laughs> about this guy? And so it's super special that they put it out and it is beautiful and it's just you got to give indicator their flowers because they are they absolutely crush it with their releases. And the special features, even on like some of their their just single releases, are are out of control. Yeah, and that's the thing they usually have for a move. Like they'll bring out a limited edition run, and then like a bare bones. I say bare bones. It still has more than most regular disc on it. But powerhouse company, the Indicator brand, usually, I want to say usually, uh. Sixty uh, percent of the time, they're putting out like classic right. black and white stuff, and they have a lot of noir. They have a lot of noir, and then yeah. every now and again they'll bring out some. And I do not have this, and I'm pretty jealous. This one's pretty good. There's a movie called Shark. That's not Shark. I think it's a Shark. That's not good. Scare. Oh, scare. Scare yeah. with a. <laughs> I think that's this guy. Oh yeah, that guy's yeah. all right. But yeah, man. Um, I got turned on to the Indicator brand by uh, well. Just the disc podcast, yes, and he's uh, all about it. And uh, man, they, their presentation is pretty great. But just the the work that goes into them. There's a oh yeah, I got a little book in this guy too. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny because uh, my next, my number three is from uh, Britain. It's from a company called uh, Indicator. Oh, uh, and uh, <laughs> so I had to put this in here. Here we go, <laughs> because it is the Big Daddy Special Edition. Yeah, Big Gun Down, <laughs> and uh, look at it. Like, how pretty is that? That is some. Uh, I haven't seen you it have. In person. Don't uh, watch this because it's got the tape on the back. I didn't yes. want to do that. Yeah. So the big gun down. Uh, Steven likes this movie. It's all right. He likes it. He's got the uh, vinyl over here. Oh, he turned me onto this movie because Grindhouse releasing. Yes, Grindhouse yes. releasing. Which, by the way, I have a shipment that is coming to my door tomorrow while I'm at work of four Grindhouse releasing titles. Which 
William Griffey. I have. I was one of impulse? the la- one of the last. You people. got to the door. I was one of the last people to get impulse. I had to tell you. Hell and yeah. I also snagged a swimmer. Yes. Uh, death game mm-hmm. and son of a bitch. There was another one uh, that I was missing. Tough ones. Uh, no pieces. Pieces because oh, I didn't pieces. have pieces. Uh, pieces, he says. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I really like the Grindhouse releasing one. But you cannot. Just sit there and tell me. That's cool. It's a fucking beautiful piece. Like, if you... You hear Hard that? case. Yeah. Uh, edition 4,355 of 5,000. That's why I like, like, they could be fucking lying to us. I don't know. But then they put the edition number on here. Like, I, you know, I like the handwritten one, but these are pretty cool too. But if you look at this, on the back, in small, it's small cool. letters, is as big as my hand... How much special features there are. Holy shit. Three presentations of the movie. This, that, the other. It's just an absolutely beautiful thing with Lee Van Cleef and his fur coat up front. I I love the simplicity on the art. Because, like, if the, the. Let me just do this real quick. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a more complex. They have, like, the two. The, the, the showdown on this one. Yeah. Um, from the from Grindhouse, but it, I like the simplicity of that one too. And I li- I almost bought it. I just every time I did it, I was like, okay, Steve, all right. There's other movies. Like I don't I'm trying to like budget, yeah, yeah, but yeah. no, I get it's, it. It's a great edition. It though. is, and probably the definitive edition. Let's say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with three different versions of the movie. Uh, like I said, extensive extras, a poster, and an eighty-page booklet. Um, yeah, the big gun down. From Indicator over there, the guys at Powerhouse Films. It's just it was it was a necessity, and it is sold out. Yeah, it is. There was one left <laughs> was on Diabolic DVD. Little, I was like, so I had there was one left on Diabolic DVD. Diabolic DVD, and I was like, oh, it was in my cart. And I was like, am I gonna do it? No, hold off, hold off. It's just it's a one. If you, <laughs> however you can get your hands on the big gun down, you should. Yeah, it's just a. I'm, but, I'm glad you turned me on to that. But um, what we we got to talk about Diabolic DVD. Throw them a little uh, little plug here yeah. because what is the problem with uh, some of these like these guys who we've been talking about have their own sites doing their own thing. Vestron, all right. Yeah. So Vestron is. They are a company that, like, they were bigger in the 80s or whatever, but they're not a big, uh, they're not like a sub-label, right? What's the words to describe them? Because they bring out older movies from certain, like, Lionsgate or this or that, some maybe pair, I don't know what their father label was, right? Yeah. But they don't have their own site. No way. I don't know when these are coming out. And I told you that I was going to try to be a completionist on the ones, but I don't know when the fuck they're coming out. Right. I just realized the other day that two more dropped, including Blue Steel with Jamie Lee Curtis. What? Blue Steel dropped the other. And I have no idea. But apparently, uh, uh, Diabolic has them on there, but I'm not just going to check every month to see. Right. I might have to, to be a completionist, but they have some of the ones I don't have. And I was just looking through that and I was like, son of a bitch. There are two new movies I don't have. Right. But I need to know about them. Yeah, that is that is a problem. Yeah. Like, that's, there's several labels that are kind of like that where they just, let me say, like, you said like Sister or whatever. They, I don't know. Like, well, Fun City Editions is one that like branched off <laughs> from Vinegar Syndrome and now have their own thing, right? Yes. Yes. Which is so. uh, maybe good for them, bad for us, you know, because they <laughs> need to look for it as much. But uh, yeah, had, had to do it with that one. That's, yeah. I had to crush it. Um. 
got a number two for us? A number Mr. two. Mr. King? Number two, number two, number two. I'm looking over here, and number one and number two are pissing me off because <laughs> I don't have them yet. All right, number two. Um, it's You know they're going to make the list some way, shape, or form. Arrow Video dropped a wonderful collection here. Let me get the sleeve off mm. just so we can kind of peruse. There we are. So Arrow Video dropped a five-movie set. Enter the video store. Enter the video store. Empire of Screams. So Arrow Video dropped. Uh, Enter the video store. Empire of Screams. It was a five. It is a five-movie collection. It's not all horror and blood and guts. You got some some crazy, um, <laughs> some crazy. Um, Video store, like, kind of classic titles. You've got the Dungeon Master, Dolls, Cellar Dweller, which is my favorite title. <laughs> uh, Arena, Robot, Jocks, and then you got a great book with, it's it's a, um, it's fun because it's almost like, a, it's like a video magazine. Like the way that they do it. Like a, oh, wow. Yeah. it's It's got tons of info on on the movies, interviews, things like that. But Arrow Video is one that's been doing it for a very, very, very long time. And I hate, you know... I, there are times where I'm like looking at their releases lately, and I'm I'm a little bit I don't know I, I when they they're I would say probably one of the more guilty parties of like kind of re-releasing and doing some things. I would I'm say like, they're the <laughs> biggest party, <laughs> and I kind of hate. I mean, I love what they do, and they're. They're great. They have a great. If you're, I don't like the fact that people go to streaming, but if you want to stream before you buy, they have a great service on there too that you can stream yep. on Arrow. Uh, but I, when they dropped this, it was just sort of this reminded me of kind of where things were maybe two years ago when I first, well, I'm more than that, when I discovered who they are. They have so many great collections that this was one that I was like, all right, this is this is Arrow Spirit. They. They put together great, uh, great collections with great uh, supplementary uh, uh, features and featurettes and things like that. But this is just really fun because it reminds you of the mom and pop video store on the front. All the art, it's very, it's it's kind of borrowed from the movies that are in the collection, but it also reminds you of you know what it was like to go to, you know, Video Depot or whatever, and also to get themselves away from the pack, like the packaging in and of itself. Yes, you, it's completely different, and I love it that you put them in. Yeah. What is this? Horizontally? Yeah. Top, <laughs> yeah. top down. Uh, top down, baby. And yeah, it's just a beautiful collection, which now I have to pay a million dollars for because it's sold out. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 really cool. A lot of different flavors in the box set. I hope, I mean, I imagine they'll do too. There's no, I mean, there's so many movies to pull from. Like I said, with, with the flavor that you get here, from action to horror to sci-fi, like it's not. This would be the time they could get away with double dipping if you have a couple more that have not been released. Like, yes. And that's yes, how they yes, should yes, probably yes. get away with it. Like I would not be bitching about their habitual bringing out of movies they've already done if they threw them in here like sneakily. That's fine. Yeah. If you have three or four ones that I haven't seen already. True. All right, I actually, uh, I was going to try to follow suit, but I did not have an arrow this year because um, everyone I looked at, like we were talking about this before uh, we turned on the mic, I was looking at stuff that was like 2001, oh, 2001, good Christ, <laughs> 21, it 22, <laughs> and um, 
like I was looking at Wild Things, True Romance, all these stuff. Like True Romance, yeah, the Arrow release. Yeah. Like, uh, that was one that I was like, I yeah. thought about. It was the end of twenty two. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> that, I bought no. Was that's that not. Fast? No, it was not. So yeah, that one Tremors, then Tremors two. Yes. Like. I, I actually said this the other day. I will go on record saying single releases. When Arrow does their single movie releases, like True Romance, the fact that they did Tremors and Tremors 2 is their own yeah. thing, I will say they are leading the pack with those. Yeah. With the presentation, the hard box, the whole business. Yeah. Like, uh, Legend was the other one I was looking at. Like, I have, like, a dozen of these, right? The... um. I was trying to segue into the fact they're bringing out one uh, next month or this month. It's a fucking banger. Which one do you? Conan. Oh, right. And they're doing Uno and Dos. You could either get them as Uno or Dos or Bolthos. And, uh, man, they're just slapping. But it was weird that I didn't have one from this year that I bought. I was like, wait, I bought a whole bunch this year, just apparently not released this year. But yeah, I will say they. When they do those, they're, they're the king of the single releases. Like, I, I probably give the box set to somebody else, but, I mean, Arrow just just yeah. mopping the floor Like that with limited them. edition hard box yeah. is something else. The other thing, oh, I was going to say, Carlito's Way just came out. Yeah. I need to pick, and that was one, if I had picked it up, might have got on here because I love that movie. And it's in the same vein. They got Carlito's Way, and there was another one, Witness. They have a whole bunch of these. They're dropping the bigger, I'd say, the bigger names in their collections yeah. in these like one-off boxes. Absolutely, yeah. But mine is not that. It is a hard box single movie. But um, I did not have vinegar syndrome yet, right? So this is a weird choice for maybe my favorite release of theirs of the year. It's a weird choice. Okay. You probably didn't see it coming. You probably didn't see it coming. Okay. Uh, but I had to throw it in there, man. I loved this movie. I loved the presentation. And with a lot of the stuff that's happening now, in the ways of what's hitting in theaters and what's will be hitting later in the year, my uh, pick for <laughs> number four of top five is uh, Gorgo. You, okay, you, I did not see You that didn't though. see it coming. I can see it on your face. The Gorgo. Gorgo's bad, bro. L look at the art on this. That's super cool. You're here in the hard box. Okay. For uh, those of you who are uninitiated, because I was totally uninitiated before I see them drop, saw them drop this, think British Godzilla. Look at this bad boy. Uh, yeah, it's essentially like a British... Gorgo does sound like British Godzilla. <laughs> he was just smoking a pipe, you know, tea and a crumpet, the whole business. Yeah, I, I love the slip under the hard box. It's got a poster in there. The supplemental material on this bad boy talks about essentially the British Toho who were doing these films. Kind of like before they did this, they did like the Harryhausen stuff. Like a lot of really cool stuff that I had no... I didn't know this movie existed, right? right. I knew there are plenty of um, Godzilla knockoffs, right? And this one was right on the heels. Uh, right on the heels. That's cool. And I really enjoyed the fucking movie. I, you know, you look at this. This is up my alley, a hundred percent. I love cool the old monster movies, and this is one that I thought is kind of a prestige piece. Once again, for Vinegar Syndrome to pick this up, like I would expect this from a powerhouse films or maybe an Arrow. They do something like this, but I love everything about this release, and it was really the wild, the wild card dark horse pick. That's but it's cool. just like. 
I was talking to our friend Bobby about this, and I, I like a month or two ago, I was talking about doing this episode. I was like, I think Gorgo is going to be my vinegar syndrome <laughs> pickup. He's like, oh, yeah. I was like, I really think it's going to win. And uh, I'm glad that it held up, man, because it's just a killer, and I, you, you still need to pick this up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is very cool. Yeah. I've seen Gorgo floating around about a million times, and I haven't pulled the trigger, so I'm going to need to do it. You need to do it. Very good. Very uh, good. Numero uno? Numero uno. I think we all know. Oh, do we? we all do we know what it is? We all know numero uno. To be fair, this was my number one because I've yet to buy this. <laughs> so This motherfucker right here. Oh, my gosh. If I was to put a number one on my list, it would be... It would be this this right here. I know Texas is right there with it, but that's just because I love the fucking movie. But as far as what this is, holy shit. So Vinegar Syndrome, this is, um, I guess, a long time coming. They announced it at their, uh, was it their pre-sale for Black Friday or whatever in September? And they said, hey, we've got this, we've been teasing this big-ass set for a while now, and uh, ten movies... It's called the Vinegar Syndrome Lost Picture Show, Holy and it kind of combines a lot of the things that they've done with other like releases. Uh, just physically, you got the magnet, you got the foldout, but inside, I mean, it's just it's it's something to behold. I mean, you've got the the articles, like the posters, like from like from you know newspapers. There's all sorts of things. When it folds out, you have essentially what is 42nd Street with the marquees on both sides. And the movies themselves, and they don't, you know, this is just two box (laughs) sets. I mean, you've got booklets on each side. You've got... Is this Freaky Deaky Jesus? I haven't even got into this yet, but... Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, It's just... So the Blu-rays are, you know, in two boxes inside, but you've got... Like I said, 10 movies, Barbara, The Las Vegas Strangler, Last American Hobos, Voodoo Heartbeat, What's Love, Beware Black Widow, Deep Inside, Rare Blue Eights, which is that weird kid movie, Yeah. Um, Red Midnight, and Violated. I do love that this is not following one genre. Like you said, you have the Rare Blue Apes, the weird kids movie, like everything you'd be able to see on the CDS 42nd Street. Exactly. I'm, I'm excited about this one. It is. Like, really excited. I feel like it's sort of like definitionally like what we expect. Like when you say like what's what is physical media? Like what is it? What what are we trying to do? Like this is it. Like this is a wonderful presentation, a bunch of different movies that you you know maybe you've never seen, and just the oh, we were wondering how it would fit on a shelf. Well, how about perfectly? How about, it folds how up. about perfectly? <laughs> it folds up like a book. Nah, man, that is a banger. Of course, it's number one. I mean, not that we're saying it's number one, but it's pretty much number one. Um, I am going to get this one. I just haven't pulled the trigger yet because yeah. I was buying. Well, I was buying dead media on VHS. So that, I mean, let's let's be honest. What that's what we do. That's what we do. But that's the fact that you know they're they took this opportunity to put ten movies that. It goes back to their roots. It goes back to a lot of these companies' roots where they're just, they're passionate about saving movies that don't have, that might not have a chance, you know, that will die without it. Right. Um, That's exactly what this is. It's 10 movies that could have come out at any given fucking time. They could have just put it in like, oh, here, monthly release. But they chose to put this together and it was, it's kind of fucking beautiful. It is really a piece of art, my friend. And I will be right there behind you. Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, well, Steven, we're down to my number one. And this is my number one. 
All like, right. <laughs> I, Texas Chainsaw probably should be my number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What are we getting into? Oh, God. So it probably should be. But I'm going, I, I've been going over my head how I'm going to justify this being number one for a while. But I will say, I have a, like a preface, right? All right. Here we go. Is that my name is Scott Decker and I love sleaze. All right. Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you don't know what this I is. I know what this is. I was is. like, how are your wheels even turning? Jesus Christ. There's only one thing it can be, yeah, and that man. is the sensual world of Black Emmanuel. <laughs> of course it is. From Severin Films. That's an incredible... Okay, yeah. before... Because you do not have this. No. I don't think your wife would... She'd look at, <laughs> she'd look at the fucking visa transaction and be like, get the fuck out of my house. So... I'm I'm not gonna justify it, but I am gonna justify it because I'm no prude. Um, Severin films we've not we've not talked about. I mean, we we've offhandedly mentioned yes. them, but you did not have one, and I had not brought it up until now. They were just yeah, my honorable honor mention was. Oh the, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, you did. My bad. My bad. Fucking fuck me. Right I, had, I was like, I didn't know, uh, but I should have known. I should have. I would say like we've brought them up before. I'd say this is a banner year for them because they brought out some killers they that did. just were kind of went under the radar. They did the. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the second box set of Christopher Lee films, which is just as big as yes, this. Yes, Which I have both of them now. They did the same thing with Peter Cushing. They brought out a three-disc, which I just bought, uh, the Winged Terror. Oh, fucking, the Birdemic The Birdemic yes. box set. Like, they are, they do what Vinegar Syndrome does with a lot of, I say, lower budget and mostly European films. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes they just hit it out of the park, right? They do. And they have been teasing this particular release since uh, like a year ago, like two years ago, right? Whether you have any interest in these films is a moot point, okay? <laughs> True. The fact that this exists and is I'm touching it right now makes me so fucking happy. Because th this is something I didn't know about for the longest time, but... So, the Italians, the Europeans, like, with everything, they see something was famous, popular, they're doing an offshoot of it immediately, right? Yeah. So, Emmanuel was, like, a famous uh, porno film from over here from, you know, late 70s or what have you, right? So, they're like, well, shit, we gotta do an Emmanuel film. But they were really big into, like, softcore joints. And they're like, well, we're gonna put Laura Gimser front and center. We do these softcore movies where... She is a photojournalist, and she just does whatever the fuck she wants. And here is my detractor for all the people who are going to say, oh, my God, Scott put on this smut. No. If anything, these movies are about female empowerment. Because Laura Gimser's Emmanuel, and I mean this, I'm being 100%. I saw a little smirk over there from you. I, just I am being, that I'm saying it. I am saying this with just 100% honesty. I mean everything I'm saying. These films are for women because, by God, Emmanuel in these films, she is freewheeling, she's wheeling, dealing, she's traveling the world on her own dime, she's very independent. You know what? By God, she gets all horned up, she's going to bang this guy. That's what she's going to do. But, like, it has nothing to, for me, for me, like, the sex is an afterthought because literally they're just like, most of these are, like, they have the, like, the triple X inserts, like, later. Like, I, who wants to watch that? Like, I, I do not want, like, hardcore in my movies. But the fact that, that, like, the sex is an afterthought. These are just, like, jet 
setting like 70s movies which is my bread and butter mm. like literally they'll just send laura gimsers emmanuel hey oh my god go check out this cannibal tribe what <laughs> laura gimser meets cannibals the white slave trade like she just starts off going to africa like like a, like a weird african piece because she'd never been down there cannibals the whole business oh yeah we're getting to the special things even on the box yes so this thing like the big selling point are the laura gimser films right but you pull this bad boy out and it's got i did not do my homework here but disc 15 good god so there are 15 discs on this with uh 20 some odd 20 some odd movies right Including uh, a Joe D'Amato on the road to excess, like a documentary I've not watched because Joe D'Amato is the king of Euro sleaze and True. he's definitely directed some of these. So the big stuff for me is the Laura Gimser films because they're just fun, man. She's out there doing her own thing. Like, obviously, she's in peril. There's a couple women's prison joints in there, right? But they're all fun. Like, they're that. 70s road movie which i'm very very yes. fond of there just happens to be an excess of nudity so for all you prudes listening get on the black emmanuel train um <laughs> look you gotta look at this it has kills right there with the movies but here's the thing you're you want to talk about booklets steven you want to talk about a pamphlet you want to talk about a fucking novel this is the Black Emmanuel Bible from uh, Kira. I, I always butcher her name. It's Kira La Janice. Janice, yes, yes. Yes. But if you're looking at this thing, Stephen, this is almost 400 pages. Almost That's 400 pages. That's awesome. Hey, and on the front, it has Laura Gimser's Emmanuel character, and there is a, a slideshow. It's got, <laughs> like, are you seeing this? I did. Oh, here we go. Literally, you get to pick which one is on the front cover of her camera. That's so cool. It is so cool. Like, (laughs) that's the one that's staying. (laughs) But um, the thing I love about this is, like, I would have been happy. Because I, well, these are just things I found out about through Severin. Like, I didn't know about these films until I started following them, right? Yeah. The first one I saw was one I've talked about quite a few times is <laughs> Emmanuel and the Last Cannibals, which is a cannibal film with her, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, it sounds so fucking stupid, right? But, like, when I found out about it, I was like, the fact that these people know about these films and care for them so much to restore them to this pristine quality. Right. It's just crazy. So the majority, like the uh, first half a dozen or the Laura Gimser, but then they have the offshoot ones with different actresses and everything. They even went as far as to put those in there. Yeah. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. Like I, I got the one that was limited with all the swag in it. That's got like a board game and a calendar and like a the necklace thing that, oh yeah. The yeah. Uh, Severin airlines. Like I went all in on this because whatever your, uh, predisposition is to watching a movie with a lot of nudity <laughs> they're just fun movies and it just needed to be done it just needed to be done it's so so good yeah nah, i'm glad that man, like, i honestly i was sitting here like oh and then of course it hit me like of course that came out this <laughs> yeah year. of course it is but yeah uh the sensual world of black emmanuel hell yeah i think the two like the last I, I love that the two last picks are kind of similar in that idea where like yeah regardless of what the subject matter is or the you know whatever the genre like the, these types of things would not be saved without these 
folks behind him. So, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it goes a little bit deep. I know there's a lot of people who would just like want to go out and buy their favorite movies, but I think it, it's almost like, I don't know, I feel like it's addicting. You know, when yeah. I first started off, I was buying my favorite movies, and now here I'm buying sets of Right. Like when I started, I, it's weird you segue into that. Like I was buying Casablanca, I was buying right. these things, buying, and now, okay. Once again, to Emmanuel, am I going to watch all these movies? There's no chance in hell. <laughs> like, am I going to one go to the ones that ended in the 80s that are probably a little rougher? Absolutely not. Am I going to watch the playful ones from the 70s with Gimzer, you know, globe trotting and doing this whole thing? Absolutely. Are we also going to have an episode this summer where we review all 27 movies or whatever? Damn, of course we are! <laughs> of course. No, but the Joe D'Amato, like, that's the other thing. Some of these ones, the special editions, have... Uh, Things that you're not going to get anywhere. That Joe D'Amato doc. Right. Um, the thing I was going to mention earlier with my uh, double feature fucking steel book, there was one last year where I talked about his Total Recall and T2. Mm-hmm. It was one of the only uh, one of the only ways you could get a documentary on the dying days of a uh, son of a bitch. What's the name of the company? Uh, Coroco. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 and that was the only way you could get that is through one of those uh, Blu-rays. So, man, they're throwing out some uh, rarities and B-sides in there, which are that—that that was one of the bigger drivers when it came to Texas this year. Was because like, oh, so are you really going to double dip? Like, I mean, I love the art, but you know, I could always buy like a poster or a print. But the, there's a conversation between William Freakin and Toby Hooper on the Dark Sky Texas Chainsaw that's not on the Second Sky one, and that's really? why I got Second bummed. Sky. Yeah, no, I- Second Sky Dark. dark Sight. I don't know. I think we should have a, a blooper outtake, like episode one of these days. So it'll just be forty five minutes of no me shit. and you screaming at each other and also flubbing words. But that hundred percent. I didn't realize. I, oh, I think you told me that, but I was like, God damn it! I already have eight editions of this. But no, the oof. Also, if we look at this, this might be a down payment on my house right here. So <laughs> no shit. There's a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot here. But speaking of down payments. Uh, we got to get into our uh, Patreon GoFundMe. <laughs> so Stephen and I found that they had these limited edition Jaws pinball machines that are like 13K. And uh, yeah, so if any of you are sugar mamas and you really like our work, uh, you can, you know, email Stephen because that's who answers all our emails. Uh, you know, tell them what it is and, uh, you know, send us some pinball machines. We're going to need a bigger bank. (laughs) Why didn't I think about that? Damn it. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, I guess, I mean, I know, I know, I don't want to cut it. I mean, we're close to four 30 here. Oh, you're good. I don't want to, but it's, it's. I'm. I like doing at least one a year if we can, because I. It's to kind of reflect on some of the bigger titles. I know there's a few collectors that listen, so hopefully yeah, yeah, we yeah. can turn a few more stones this year and get some more people involved. If I can get one person, that's all. That's all one that person, not just in physical media, one person to go. You know what? The sensual world of Black Emmanuel sounds up my alley. Also. Let's not hang out with that guy. <laughs> We've already got one of them. <laughs> but, yeah, somebody who was thinking like, oh, my God, British Godzilla? This cast ain't big enough for the two of us, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, British Godzilla? Like 30 micro-budget British weird fucking horror movies? I know it, man. There's there's a lot this year. You're right. It was a banner fucking year for this yeah. type of thing. We'll see what 2024 holds. Banner year for my wallet. Yeah. Ugh. That's funny because I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get as many. I don't, I don't think I got as many. T- 
assuming as many titles, I didn't purchase as many individual things, I think, as I did the year before. But I certainly think that I some of the more more uh, robust collections came in. This oh yeah, year. Uh, yeah. That, I was not nickel and diamond this time. Right, this was, right. Uh, this, yeah. <clears throat> when I'm laying them down for some uh, VHS. <laughs> oh, good lord! But no, completely worth it. Completely worth it. Absolutely. Well, um, I'm gonna close her out here. I mean, this is a this is short for us, but it's still you know probably uh, <laughs> hour and a half. A bad, you know, these episodes when like because we couldn't make Saturday night work because I've been working just till the wee hours of the morning and just trying to you know be an adult. Couldn't make that work. <laughs> so these before work episodes for me have to be more precise for you to edit because oh, I am. Fuck yeah. you. No, no. Oh, it's so much better. <laughs> because uh, I'm over here drinking drinking liquid death and not actual liquid death. Fucking, I'm not, uh, you know, imbibing in alcohol or anything. So they got to be more clear. All they have to be clearer to the audience, too. They're like, what is going on? They're, like, they are not slurring. They're not laughing every other word. Segways like, every fight. No, it's definitely a different experience. But I... Uh, uh, Good bad, you know, on both sides. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, fuck them. Uh, they're not paying for our pinball machine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, on on this note, though, the reason why I think I saw this, uh, I'm pointing at this uh, mini little Christmas gift I got Stephen that just came in. It was the the original, was it 1999? Uh, yeah, that's got to be yes, that's yes. when it came out, right? The uh uh, Fangoria, the deep blue sea on the cover, right? I think I saw that at Blockbuster. That's where I saw. That's where I became really? interested in Fangoria, like the the Grindhouse Fangoria. I have it might be the first one I bought was the one that Tiffany Shep signed on the movie set that right. I was on with her. So like that's where I got turned on to Fango. But when I saw that one, because that picture of Tommy Jane and the shark always kills. I love that. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to have certain ones of those. And that was the one I was like, we both need. Absolutely. Yeah. What's crazy, like, looking at this, this thing was 6 bucks in 99 It was not $6 when I bought it, Steve, and, but I well, will assure even, you. like, the new, ep- the new editions, man. Like they're, yeah. they're, and, and I know it's a different world. This is it like, is, yeah, because they're bringing back print. Yes. Which, you know, God That's bless all. them. I want to... I want to subscribe. I you do mean, just for. I I want to give them money. Them. Yeah, I want to give absolutely. them money. I'm with you. Hundred. Like, I've yeah. thought about it. Uh, when they have their little sales and stuff, I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck. The, I could I could do it. I could you know I could swing that. But yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I will this year. Maybe I was we'll. just lucky. Um, whoever I bought this from on eBay had them like perfectly preserved because I bought the one that Fango was having on sale, and I was like, oh shit! But there was one. Actually, only one of them. But you know what? I went out of my way. To find you one, <laughs> and I love it. It's it's great. It's honestly, I mean, some of these older ones are. It's it's so it's like a like you said, it's like a blast from the past. Yeah, all the different things. Blair Witch is on here. That's crazy. That's ironic. Holy shit! Yeah, could you not think of a more perfect cover? You had Deep Blue Sea, Lake Placid, the Blair Witch. And Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Kiss and tell. <laughs> He's always kissing. Gamera. You know, I, I I had not. I don't know if I bought that one last year, or this year, but I haven't got into it yet. The Gamera set. I yeah. think it was brought out a second one, but I mean that's, that's Arrow, right? Yeah, that's Arrow. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, ah. 
They had the side by side one on that, right? Like the the one the two eras. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't have those, but I, I, yeah, I think I have the Showho one. The yeah, Soho, Soho. Soho, not Showho. Last night in Showho. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just thought I, I I was gonna pick Gorgo anyway, but with a lot of the the Godzilla minus one love. Oh which, my god, yeah, as it should be. And the new Godzilla trailer popping up and all that stuff. Like we just needed to. I, I mean, saw the steel book on the way for. For minus one, really? I, oh yeah, it's pretty. It's it's a, it, but it's like it's kind of like that white and blue, the, like the same logo. And yeah. So it's very it's it's clean. I will be purchasing that hundred percent, hundred percent. That is one that I have been screaming about. Like I know I said it on the camera, like just people that I'm talking to, like hey, I know you're not going to expect this right now, but the movie of the year last year. <laughs> Check as soon as we out. said it, because we are trendsetters, <laughs> everybody came out with, you know what's the best movie of the year? My God, if it isn't Godzilla minus one. I was like, oh my God. Well, I told you. It's, I told you. Don't call it a comeback, dude. Oh, oh my yeah, goodness. Good stuff. You know, um, before we get out of here, there was a couple, um, same thing. I was going to put a criterion in here. I was going to put Wally. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Apparently that came out in 22. We got to do better about this. <laughs> we got to do better about this because I was going through, I was like, oh, I just fucking bought Wally. It just came out because everybody is losing their fucking mind about After Hours, which is a good movie. Yeah. I got but it's not Christmas. Marty's best. No, but, it's, <laughs> but everybody's losing their fucking mind. It's, yeah. Um, one that um, we, we can maybe actually review for fun because I think it would be a great movie to talk about. And I know that. After Mr. Sour would like was uh, Mr. Bogdanovich. Oh, targets that came out. Oh, this for year. sure, yeah, targets. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. It, Karloff doing some crazy shit. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in there, but it was just weird. It was a weird year for me not to put a Criterion in. Yeah, and not to have an arrow. Well, and that's I, where like yeah, I didn't even have it in my because I went I, the Freaks release was something that I was so pumped for. Right, but there's just so much like I, how do you? I mean, no, 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 no. I think that. I think that I, well, I knew that we were both going to put uh, TCM in there, but I thought that every, and I was right, because we both put Texas Chainsaw and everything else was different. So, do I know us or do it's I know good. us? It's good. Hey, you know what? That's, that's beautiful, but. It's a thing of beauty. All right. Well, I know we got a, we got a caller here. Uh, oh, yeah. Um. We will be back in a couple weeks here. We'll figure out what we're going to talk about. It's a new year. It's a whole lot of possibilities, but. New year, same us. Same us. But um, outside of the, um, let's think here. Anything that we need to talk about? Get okay. So it's it's January. I say this. You're ahead of the curve if you're if you're with me right now. But panic is coming. Yeah. Um, submissions are kind of like in. Like that's a few months away. So yeah. normally we would be getting gearing up for panic if this was like three years ago. But now we have a, a springtime panic. So yeah. um, that'll be uh, April, first week of April this year. So. In a matter of weeks, we're going to be talking. So just kind of keep your eyes peeled. If you want to go to that, um, get yourself uh, geared up. We'd love to see you guys out there. Outside of outside of that, I just it's good to be back. It's good to have it's a, a new year. Same us, like you said, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, you have any quippy things to say about pro wrestling before we get out of here? <laughs> I don't, man. I don't. Rest I don't. In peace. <laughs> That might actually Oh, dang it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We are at Facebook, X, Instagram, and Gmail at the, the Dirtbag Cinema at Gmail and Dirtbag Cinema at all the other socials. Hit us up there. Um, if you are, I know there's a few collectors. If you found anything this year that we, you know, of course, we didn't talk about everything. 
let us know what your favorites were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I didn't think about that. Get holler at us. Yes. I, 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 got, I got the gram spot. I always keep an eye on that. Steven does, uh, you know, keeps an eye on everything else. I want to see what you picked up. Do you agree with some of the ones we had? And for the love of God, somebody else say that they bought the central world of Black <laughs> Emmanuel. You know, we might start just taking some of that stuff and using that for our... Uh our giveaways and not have like the just just sneaky giveaways where oh, like yeah. things that you know if you if you submitted well that was the thing. The I, I uh you know I spoke out of turn last time and said we were gonna have a Christmas giveaway which never came to fruition but I still have those discs yeah ready so for whenever we decide to give the big giveaway it won't be the big gun down it'll be the big giveaway the big giveaway we're good to go we will see you guys um of course as always at the cinema rest in Peace. <laughs> it's pretty good, man. <laughs>